Lamed Aleph Amud Beis, five lines from the bottom at the new Mishnah. This Mishnah has three cases. Case number one. Zeba bechavisa, zeba bechayrasa. Two people, one carrying a jug, one carrying a beam. Seemingly, they're walking, I guess, towards each other, and and they crash into each other. Nishbarakadoi shalze bechayrasa shalze. This guy's jug breaks uh, upon the impact of this guy's beam. Potter, the beam owner, is uh, not liable. Uh, both of them had permission to be where they were at the time, period. Case number two. Here, uh, one was uh, traveling behind the other one. The balakaira was first, the balachavis, the jug owner, was second. Kama, nishbara chavis bekaira, if the, now, how does that happen? If they're, if they're both traveling at the same normal, acceptable pace, then it wouldn't happen. The fact that the chavis, um, I guess, rear ends the kaira and the chavis breaks, patzer balakaira, the balakaira is off the hook because he was going at a, at a regular pace and the uh, guy holding on to the chavis sped up and that's considered uh, unusual and, and therefore he is not uh, the, the, uh, Kara owner is not liable. If the Balkaira came to a sudden stop, this is, I guess, similar to somebody who comes to a sudden stop and he doesn't have his brake lights uh, working. Uh, Chayev, uh, the Balkaira is the one who did something that was unacceptable, coming to a quick stop. The Amar if he turns around and says to Balchavis, hey, buddy, uh, uh, slow down, stop, Amoid, then he would be Pater. Uh, comma. Now the third case. Same two characters, except the one who's leading the way is the one who has the jug. Uh, the one behind him is the one with the beam. If the jug broke uh, by the kaira, then the guys chayev. Again, the assumption is that the fellow in back must have gone too quickly, and it's his fault that he uh, sped up uh, into the... Um, into the uh, Chavis owner. Avim Ahmad Bal Chavis, if the Bal Chavis one just like suddenly stopped uh, and then the fellow with the beam um, rear-ended him and broke the jug, Potter, Vim Amar, the Bal if he said, turned around, this is the equivalent of brake lights where, where it turns red, um, the, the one behind knows that the one in front is uh, coming to a stop. If he said to him, Amoid, hey, hold up there, buddy, then he would be uh, Chayev, if the beam fellow didn't stop and um, rear-ended the jug guy. Uh, a similar case would be when one has a flame and one has flax, which is uh, very flammable. Asks the Gemara, How about this? Uh, interesting case. If, he has a, if there's a husband and wife, and uh, he damages his wife, um, causes her some sort of uh, uh, damage during uh, intercourse. Uh, what do we say? Colon, Kevan de Barishus Kavit, since he had permission to uh, do what he was doing, he would be Pater. Odilmer, maybe Iboyle Liuni should have been more careful. Amar so says back Rafuna, Tani Sua. Well, apparently we can answer this from. Our Mishnah. One line quote from our Mishnah, put the right angles in. If, like, uh, both people have permission to be in the Shasarabim, then it's uh, Pater. So, to over here, you have a married couple uh, engaging in uh, a consensual um, physical uh, relations. Uh, apparently, the husband would be Pater. 
Amar Rava, I circled Rava's name. Rava says, Oh, uh, one second here, actually. Ma, we can learn as a Kavachaymer, just like the um, typical case that the Torah mentions where someone goes to chop wood in the forest and the uh, metal of the axe goes flying off and uh, hits someone and kills them. Uh, the fellow with the axe, he had permission to go in. And the other fellow had permission. It was a public uh, forest. Though we make it, uh, if the axe uh, metal part went flying off and killed the other guy, we make it it's as though the uh, uh, chopper of wood went into his friend's backyard. In, in other words, he's liable uh, to have to go to uh, Galus, go to a Ir Miklat. Um, then when you have a, a husband who's literally, you know, entering into his wife, not all the more so that he should be liable. Ella Hakatani, uh, we're going to quote the same part of the Mishnah, but we're going to make a, uh, uh, almost an opposite uh, derivation from it. A right angle, where each one of them had permission to be going in the Mishnah, and there was a petur. Now we're going to, though, make a inference. Hasam, in the Mishnah's case, they were both basically of equal status, whereas Hacha, when it's a man having relations with his wife, he is the one who is the, uh, the active uh, participant. Vehilo, uh, and the little lady, the woman, the wife, is... Not, in other words, uh, a standard uh, situation. She is passive. Ask the Gemara of Haksiv, but one second, if she's passive, then why, when we see that there's relations in the Torah, do uh, both of them uh, get executed um, or get the punishment if uh, she's not actively doing anything? The Pasuk says, Both of them, the man and the woman, but, but she didn't do anything. Well, answers the Gemara, Hanal Travayu Isluhu. When you have illicit relations, both the man and the woman um, get, well, say, like a physical pleasure from it. At the same time, though, ihu maisa who decovered. It's only the man in the standard case who is the one who is the active participant. Said the Mishnah, Hayabal Rishain. If you have uh, two people traveling one after the other, the one who has the beam is in front. Amoresh Lakishai, circle Reish Lakish. He has a slightly different case, uh, well, one which we dealt with. About a week ago, and then about a week before that, the old two cows, one plopped himself down in the Rishus Harabim, the other one is uh, walking past. So, Shtei Parais, Rishus Harabim, Achas Revusa, one crouching down, which is unusual. You don't crouch down. It's like stopping and parking your car in the middle of a uh, street uh, where the car's supposed to be going. Vachas Mahalechas, and the other one is walking. Colon Bata Mahalechas Baravutsa, if the one that was crouching down gives a kick, excuse me, the one who was walking by gives a kick to the one who is. Um, crouching down Petura, because that one's just kind of like walking along, whereas the Revutza, if the one that's crouching down doing that, which is unusual, uh, gives a kick to the Mahalach, the one that's walking, it would be Chayeves. Lema Mesayeyele, I put a triangle around this Mesayeyele, because five lines later, near the end of the line, last order line is Dekatani, right before that it says Mesayeyele, I put a triangle around that as all as well. The word's going to twice uh, bring... <coughs> um, Tanaic source, actually, our Mishnah, that apparently would be a support to um, what Rish Lakish just said. So, Lema, should we say Misayele? Here is a quote from our Mishnah. It goes about a line and a quarter. Our Mishnah said, Hayabal Kaira Rishainu Bal Chavis Achrain, Nishbra the Chavis and the Kaira Pater, Vim Amad Bal Kora 
Chayav. Okay, so the Korah guy is first. Chavis is behind him. If the Korah guy just stands there, uh, not moving, then he is going to be liable. Vehahacha, well, this case here, uh, then, is similar to Dekirevutza b'mahalechas dami. It's very similar to when you have the crouching down cow, um, who's not moving, is similar to the one who uh, was carrying the beam, who stopped moving. In other words, both of them are the mashuna, the one doing something unusual in the Rishos Rabbim, and therefore they would be liable. Uh, Vekatani, Chayev, and says Chayev, and that would be a support for Reish Lakish. The Gomorrah turns around and says, Fetiz one second, does that make sense? Can you say that to support? Ha, sa, yae, baya, you want to bring it as a support? Well, I'll tell you, comma connector, lo misai, it's not enough to lo misai, it's not a good support, Ella, mikshanami kasha, it's actually a question. How so? Colon. Taima, make a basic duke from that part of the mission. The reason is de ba'ata, that it gave a kick. Why is the one that's crouching down going to be liable? Because it gave a kick, it, like it, it thrust out its leg and kicked the one that was walking by. Let's make a duke, ha, who's come a melef, the one that was walking by, sort of, let's say, tripped over the one that was sitting there. Apparently, the owner of the one that was crouched down there would be Potter. There it's happening, Mamela, and it says it would be liable. Well, the more answers why our Mishnah wouldn't be a question on Reish Lakish. We had this just yesterday. Here it is again, where the... Um, that which is in the Rishas Ram, in this case it's the cow crouching down, sort of takes up the entire width of the road from one side to the other. Where do you have the two cows? Uh, one cow was on one part of the Rishas Ram, and the other cow should have walked to the other part, the other side of the road. Ella, if you want to say there's anything that would support Reish Lakish in the Mishnah, I squiggle on the Ella, save it a Masnis in Misayele. And we already have triangled uh, this Misayele term to Reish Lakish Diktani. Here is the uh, Seifa of the Mishnah. Haya Bal Chavis Rishain. If the, um, not the one who's carrying the beam, but rather the one who's carrying the jug is first, and the Bal is Achroin. the beam carrier is after him. Nishbara Chavis Bekaira. If the jug got smashed by the kaira, the coroner is chayavim amad bal chavis. If the bal chavis guy stopped short in the middle of the rishus harabim, then the beam owner, whose beam just smashed into the chavis, uh, would be pater, comma connector. Vehahacha over here de kemahalechas beravut sadami. That's very similar to the walking cow giving a kick to the crouching cow vikatani pater, and that would be a support. The Gemara rejects this and says, not necessarily, Masnisin dechi orche ka mazgi. The um, Mishnah is uh, where he's going along regularly, and that's the case. However, Hach over here, Amarle, uh, the um, owner of the ox that got damaged, can clearly say, uh, like, you can walk over me, you could walk next to me, but what you can't do, you cannot kick me. You cannot kick me while you're across the street, you can't kick me when you're walking over me, you can't walk, kick me when you're walking next to me. You could walk wherever you want to walk, but you can't kick me. That is the 
Gemara says the Mishnah, Shnaim Shnaim Mahalchem Rishus Rabbim, two people walking in Rishus Rabbim. We should say maybe two people going in the Rishus Rabbim, traveling. Echad Ratz Vechad Mahalich, one of them is going much quicker, running, the other one is walking, or Shayush Shnaim Ratz, and they're both running. And uh, they uh, crash into each other. Vehiziku Zezeh, they do damage, each one to the other, Shnaim Petur, and each one of them is Pater. Masnisin, apparently, our Mishnah is not like to locate Isi Ben Yehuda Desanya. This is a one and a half line Brisa. It brings Isi's opinion. Says the Brisa, Isi Ben Yehuda, he boxes his name on him, Ratz Chayev Yimnei Shehu Meshuna. No, Isi Ben Yehuda says someone who's running, since it's unusual, he would have the responsibility of being liable for any damages that he caused. Umoda, Isi Isi would agree if it's late Friday afternoon, Bear Shabbos, Ben Ashmashais, Shahu Pater, that the runner is actually off the hook, Mimnei, Sharatz Barishos, because he is uh, running with uh, permission. We'll see what the permission is uh, a little bit later. That's the end of the Tanaic source. I'm Rabbi Yochanan, I underline his name. Halacha is like Isi Ben Yehuda, which apparently the runner is responsible if he, uh, the guy is running through the Shazrab, and if he uh, bashes into something, he's uh, liable. Asks the Gemara, "Umiyam Rabbi Yechonan Halchi, really? Question mark, comma, v'hamar Rabbi Yechonan Halacha k'stam Mishnah. Okay, what's the stam Mishnah? Vitznan. The stam Mishnah says echad ratz, ve'echad mahalech, or shayushneim ratzin peturin. Seems like the who's ever running, whether they're both running or one of them is running, the one who's running through and causes damage would be potter. Well, says the Gemara, this is um, uh, not a question on Rabbi Yechonan because the Masnisin, the snake sources, bear of Shabbos, ben Ashmashes. That's what we're talking about. It's late Friday afternoon. Mimai, well, how do we know that? Well, Midikatani, from the fact that the Mishnah said, after it had one person running and one person walking and the being bashed into each other and, and both of them are putter, it then gave a case of Oshayushneim Rachin, if both of them are running, Piturin. That's the end of the quote from the Mishnah. Kama connector, why do you need to tell me that? Hasulamali. Question mark, comma, hashed, if you told me, echad ratz vechad mahalich, where one is running, and one's just going regular, and they're both going to be putter if they uh, cause damage to each other, then shneem ratz, where both of them are running and they bang into each other, mibaya, you need to tell me that, ella, it must be hachikamra, this is what we mean to say. We do a uh, almost two-line re-reading of the snake source. Echad ratz vechad mahalich, if you have the Rishos and one person's running, one person's walking normal, Potter, apparently, if either one of them damages the other, there's no liability. When is that? It's late Friday afternoon, right before Shabbos. Everyone's in a rush. It's not considered unusual to be running then. If it's a regular Tuesday at like two in the afternoon, or for that matter, uh, any weekday, there, the runner is going to be responsible. However, if both are running and banging into each other, no matter when it is, it would be Pater. That's the end of the rereading. Amar Mar. Uh, we go back to something we had said earlier, an almost one-line quote of the Tanaic source. He would agree on Friday, late afternoon, because he's running with Rishos. Now, Really, he has like a a, a, a a letter from the judicial system that he's allowed to run. Be'er of Shabbos, my Brishosika. Well, Kedrab Chanina, Damrab Chanina. Bo, Venet Selikras Kala. Come, let us go out to greet the Kala Malkasa, the bride, the queen. Vamrila and those who say Likras Shabbos in the, to greet Shabbos, Kala Malkasa. Rebyanai misate fekai, he would uh, cover his head with his talus and and be out there and say boi chala, boi chala, come, O uh, bride.
Okay, so there's a unique situation on Erev Shabbos. Says the Mishnah. Now the um, the Bach here uh, just changes the order of what we're going to see. We have three cases. You have a wood chopper, and uh, the wood chopper causes uh, damage to someone. Hamivakeya. He's chopping his wood in the here. Uh, we're going to read it as the rishus hayachid. He's in like someone in his back, in someone's backyard. It does damage, like uh, a wood chip uh, flies off and does damage to somebody's in the rishus harabim. That's the first case. Or uh, number two, berishus harabim v'hizib rishus hayachid. Or he's in the uh, uh, public area and uh, it goes flying off and damages someone in a rishus hayachid. Or case three, he's one and damages some uh, some someone in some other He would be chayev. That is the mission of itzricha. We need all three of those cases. Colon de I squiggling around the word de de. This is the first case. The itana only He's chopping wood in somebody's backyard. and a piece goes off and uh, uh, hits someone. In the Rishos HaRabim, Mishum Teshrichi Rabim. The reason is because if he's chopping wood, he's near the Rabim, well, like, you have to be, uh, you have to assume there could be lots of Rabim in the Rishos HaRabim. Aval, if that's the only case we were told, however, you would have thought that in a case similar to the second case, uh, number two, but Mirishos Rabim, Lirishos Yach, where he's chopping in the Rishos HaRabim, but he hits someone in the Rishos HaYach, Delo Shrichi Rabim, where, like, it's not the place where usually you could have to assume there's lots of people there. A Maloi might have thought, no. That's the second case. If we were told over there, we're shopping in the public area. You're not supposed to be chopping wood in the Rishos Harab. Now, if nothing happens, nothing happens. But if it does, that, that's not a place. You chop wood in like your backyard. Aval, in the one case, in other words, if we were only told or presented by the uh, Mishnah with the second case, I would have thought in Rishos Yachid, we're in your own, you're in your own backyard chopping. And a, a piece flies off into Rishos Harabim. To Rishos Avid, where you were chopping, you were allowed to chop. A Maloi might have thought not. And if we were told both the first two cases, Vitana Hanachtarti, I wrote above Hanachtarti one and two, comma, uh, I would have thought, well, there he's going to be responsible. Ha, in the first case, Mishum Deshrichi Rabim, because if it hit in the Rabim, well, there's always people in the Rabim, you should have uh, been careful with that. And number two, Vahat Mishum Deloy Shalom Rishus, if you were chopping in the Rishus Rabim, well, you weren't sure, so weren't supposed to be doing that. Aval, the number three case, when you go Rishus Hayachid, you're in your own backyard chopping, and it flies off into somebody else's Rishus Hayachid, Acher, Deloy Shrichi Rabim, where, well, the place you were chopping next to, there's not lots of people in somebody else's backyard. Umikar Bershus, and you were chopping in a place where you should have been chopping. You were allowed to be chopping. Amaloi might have thought, no, therefore it's Shricha. The following Gemara is going to be uh, three Lashinas as to what Rabbi Yosef Rebbe was commenting on. Tan Rabbanan, I put a Roman numeral one in the margin here. I boxed off the Tanaic source, which goes for about two and a half lines. And right after that last line is Yossi, I circled actually Rabbi Yosef Rebbe if you skip down about seven, eight lines before the end of the Amud, first word of line is Hanichnas. I put a Roman numeral two in the margin, uh, boxed off that Tanaic source there, which is just over a line, starting with Hanichnas. And then on the line that starts U Meis, which is six lines from the bottom, in the middle of that line is Rabbi Hanina, and I circled his name. And on Lamed Gimel Amud Aleph, on the second line, I put a Roman numeral three. Rav Zvid is going to have another uh, Bryce. And then if you look, the last term on the sixth line is Rabbi Yisrael I circled his name. So it's basically going to be three different Tanaic sources. Rabbi Yisrael is making the same comment. And there's basically different approaches as to what Rabbi Yosi uh, which uh, Tanaic source he was commenting on when he made his comment. 
So let's go back to lesson number one. Tanra Banan. You go into a carpenter's store. He uh, builds with uh, uh, wood, but you did it shaloi barishus. You don't have permission to be in there. Venitsa bikas, and, and uh, like a piece of the wood goes flying off at tafal pada and slams the guy in the head and he and his face and he dies. Potter, the carpenter is going to be potter. If the fellow who came in came in with permission, then the uh, carpenter would be chayev. That's the end of the source. My Chayev, when we say here that if he came with permission, be Chayev, what's Chayev? Well, we circled his name, Chayev, I put in right angles, equals Be'arba Dvarim, comma, connector, Upater Mi Golos, and I dot underline to Upater Mi Golos. So the Chayev here is for four things, that's the Nezek, the Tsar, the Ripu, and the Shevis. Now, Boshas, we know, no, because you have to have clear um, intention to damage, which wasn't the case over here for Boshas. And the Peturmi uh, Gullus, however, he would be off the hook from having to go to a um, ear miklat. Why? Because the paradigm case of having to go in your Miklat is uh, uh, one, one person goes into chop wood in the forest and there's someone else there. <coughs> and the reason that is not similar to Yar, Yar in a forest. Each one is going into what rightfully they're allowed to be going into. However, in this case, uh, very nice that the carpenter has a store, but if a guy goes into that store, he's going into the domain of the other person. Amarava, I underline Rava's name. Rava says, Kavachimir. Oh, no, no, no. Kavachimir. Yaar. When it comes to a forest, each one's going in according to, well, they're allowed to go in. We make it if one of them was chopping wood and his uh, axe head went off and, and, and hit someone and killed them. We make it as though he was going into the. Um, Das Chaver, the excuse me, the the Rishus of the Chaveroi, and he has to go to an ear miklat. So then Zesh or the Das Chaveroi Nichnas like Cholshigain. This one where the fellow walked into the carpenter's uh, store and um and was hit in the face and died with the, one of the pieces of uh, the building material. Not all the more so. Elam Aravai squiggling around the Elam circle of his name. My, what did it mean when we had said? Uh, let's say six lines ago, Patermigolos. I put Patermigolos in uh, phrase marking. Delosagi Lebigolos. And we say Patermigolos. You know why? Because it's not a, it's not it's not enough to take care of what he did. Did I double underline Shogig This is basically it was a mistake, but it's pretty close to gross negligence. Massive Rava put a. Triangle on this massive, it's going to be a Tanaic source. And five lines later, last word on line is S. A few words before that is another massive. In this case, actually, it's a mace fan. I put a triangle around that. So we're going to have a, a few uh, questions brought. Uh, uh, here's the first massive Rava. Uh, this Tanaic source this is referring to when you have the person who's giving uh, Makis whipping uh, a, a person. Uh, if uh, it turns out that the one uh, administering the lashes gave one more than he was supposed to, he was supposed to give 25, and he gave 26, Umais, and the one who received that um, whipping uh, dies, so the one who was uh, doing the whipping has to actually go to a Irmiklet now. Connector, that's pretty sure you carve Lamezid. You're supposed to be keeping track. True is a mistake, but like it, it really close to gross negligence, or we'll call it like almost uh, negligent. 
That's uh, where it's like reasonable that if uh, Basin assessed that this fellow can handle 25 uh, lashes, you can't give him the 26th because that could be already life-threatening and, and it said that uh, the person would have to go to a near Miklat. So even though it's a Shagir Karbala Mazid, he does go to a near Miklat. You know what the mistake was over here? In the count. Now one second. Tafakle Rava Basandale. Rava kicked him with his shoe. Amrale Atu. Who money? One second. The guy who's giving the lashes, he's not the one who is doing the count. Vahatanya, we have a brisa that there's actually three other characters besides anyone else who might be there. The Gadol Shabadayan and the greatest, the most significant. Of the judges who judge this case, Kari, he reads the verses in the Torah that talk about somebody receiving lashes. Vashini and the second judge, Maina, he counts one, two, three, four. So it's somebody else counting. Vashlishi, Aymer, he ko, whoop him. And then he ko, whoop him. And then that's what the third guy does. Bottom line, that uh, the one who is giving the lashes is not the one who's counting. Ella, Amar of Shumi Minahardayan, his name did Ta'adayinab Gufe. It was the Dayan who was keeping count. He's the one who made the mistake. Meisve is another snake source. This one goes about half a line. It says, If somebody throws a uh, rock into the Shasarabim Vaharag and it hits somebody out there and kills them, the rock thrower has to go to Gullus. Well, what are you throwing a rock out into the public area? You should have assumed there's people there. It could hit someone. It could be dangerous. It could, it could kill someone. It should have entered his mind. There's often lots of people in Shasarabim And yet, even though it's a Shaykh Karv Lamezid, it says, This fellow will have to go to a near Miklat. It's where the fellow was breaking down his wall. In the process of breaking down his wall, there were rocks being pushed out to the Shasarab. But still, says, okay, fine, he's breaking down his wall, but he should have looked and made sure there was no one there. He by Leili Uni, he should have looked into it. Well, he couldn't because it was nighttime when he was breaking down the wall. Okay, well, you're breaking down your wall. Like, I don't get a torch or something or a check by the moonlight. But lately, Nami, by lately, you should have checked that there was no one there. Well, okay, besides just close to Biyayim, no, really, he was breaking down his wall during the day, Lashpa, but into a uh, an area that was used as a garden. It's, it's a public area, but it's an area that was used like as a public uh, trash area. Now, one second. Hi, Ashba Hechidami. What's the nature of this Ashba? Basically, could, should you assume that there might be people there or no? Colon. E. I squiggling on the word Rabim. If there's often people there doing what they have to do, often they would go there to relieve themselves. Mazid who? Then the fellow who did this, it's like, you know, reasonable to assume there should be people there. You can't just like smash your wall down into it, and therefore, Gullus wouldn't be enough. Going to a near Mikla wouldn't be enough. E. I squiggling on the word Rabim. Then the fellow, it's like, not supposed to be anyone there. That's like something that he's totally um, anus. We're talking about a, a trash area. Where people go to relieve themselves. At night. People don't go there to relieve themselves to do what we do now in the bathroom during the day. However, there are those who happen to come and sit and do what they have to do even during the day. Comma connector, you can't say that the fellow who uh, broke his wall down or threw a stone out into that area is considered amazed. It was a daytime and like people usually don't go there during the day. However, to say he's totally beyond his control, like he would have known that every once in a while, every once in a blue moon, somebody does come and 
relieve themselves there. Period. This is the second lashon. Rav Papa Mishmeda Rava Masnila Resha. It's the same Tanakh uh, source we had, but not coming off when the um, when it had said Chayev. Rather, an earlier part. Hanichnas lechanusai shall nagar go into a carpenter's shop. And piece of wood goes flying out and uh, flies into the fellow's head, who mace, and he dies. The um, carpenter would be potter. That's the end of the snake source. Coming off of this, coming off the pitur of the uh, carpenter, Amr Bez even though he's potter, you know what he's potter from and still chayev? Chayev arbadvarim. Who Potter, but he's off the hook from Gullus. Um Okay, that's the Roman numeral two approach as to what we apply with Rebbe Now, comparing it back to the Roman numeral one approach, man, I put a Roman numeral one above this man and squiggle underlined it. In the middle of the line, there's another man, I squiggle underline that and put a Roman numeral two above it. So the man de masnila a seifa, the one who teaches the petur from Gullus, uh, because it's not similar to a yar in the safest case, all the more so in the ratio. Uman de Masnila however, the number two snake source that's learning this coming off the ratio, the Petur of the ratio of Allah Seifa, when you go to the later case where there's a Chiyuv, Im Nechas Rishus Chayev, Kevin de Rishus Chayev Golos. Since he had permission to be there, just like in the paradigm case in the force where they both have permission to be there, he would go to Golos. Umi Chayev Golos asked the Gemara, really? Is he Chayev Golos for something like that? Vatanya, we have a bicycle, it's just over a line. Now you're going into a store, but you're not going into a carpenter's chanut, rather you're going of a blacksmith. Blacksmith is the ones banging the hammer, the anvil, all these sparks flying out in all directions. Then and some sparks go flying out. alpanov, and they I guess they hit just the right place or just the wrong place when you're looking at it in the guy's face or head, umace, and he dies. Potter, and I underline these two words, even if he had permission to go in. That's the end of the Tanaic source, and uh, that would be a bit of a question. Nope, what are we talking about over here? The person who came in was the Shulia Denafri, basically his apprentice. He killed him. It might be by mistake, but it, you can't kill your apprentice. Well, Well, no, because his uh, master, his teacher, was encouraging him to leave, and he wasn't leaving. Okay, still though, says the Gemara, just because his, someone, someone's like asking you, please leave, they, 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 they should be killed? Is he there to be killed? That doesn't make sense either. Well, you know what happened? The uh, blacksmith thought that the fellow that he told to leave and was encouraging to leave, he thought that he left. Well, if that's the case, then it should be the same by anyone. Well, no. If it's somebody else, they say, if someone who owns the store tells someone else to uh, leave, like they might leave, not leave, but hi, this fellow who's an employee, so to speak, he's apprenticing by the uh, blacksmith. Islay aims at the rabbi. He has the fear of his rebbe, and the assumption certainly should have been that uh, he would have been gone if his rebbe asked him to go. Period. Now we had a Roman numeral three in the margin here. That's because Rav Zvid Mishmei Derava Masni La'aha. Another Tanakh source, which this one is, uh, I see from the note brought in Masachas Makis. It's a three-line brayso. We boxed it off. 
Um, the pasuk that talks about two people going into a forest and one guy's chopping wood and his axe head flies off, it says umatsa and it finds like the axe head as it's flying through the air finds this other guy's uh, head and hits him and kills him. Prot that would be to the exclusion of a scenario le mamsi es atzmoi where he causes himself to be found, which is like let's say uh, someone lives on the tenth story of a building and he drops a 10-pound weight out of his window, and as it's flying down, uh, some fellow, let's say, on the fourth floor sticks his head out of the window, and uh, the thing, like a millisecond later, comes and smashes into his head and kills him. The person who's higher up in a stone, he drops the stone or throws the stone, and some other guy you know, sticks his head out into the path of the stone, gets the stone right in his head and kills him. The uh, stone thrower would be Potter. That's the end of the thing. Source. This is the third lash, and you know why? Because I circled the name on Rabbi Yisrochanina. Potter means me gullus. When we say Potter over here, Potter from having to go to Eir Miklat, but still Chayiv Ba'arba Farm. He would be liable and responsible for basically considered negligent. Like, why are you throwing a ten-pound weight somewhere where there could there wasn't somebody there, but there very well could have been. Now. Once again, and with this we'll conclude, the man de masni la aha, the uh, opinion that says the chay of Barba Dvarim is going off this tenet, uh, source, kol the more so on the previous ones of going into the store of, let's say, a, um, a carpenter, because since the guy who owns the store, the carpenter guy, saw the other fellow, uh, walk into his store, he, he should have been more careful. Uman de masni la kamaisa, however, those who, Learn the Rebbe comment coming off of the earlier. In other words, lush number one and lush Roman numeral two. Avalaha Pater Legamri. In this case, he would be uh, totally off the hook. Hadkan.